buttons. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in beautiful fall, Vermont. Oh. And the fall weather is so nice. It's it's officially fall, right? Did I get that right? Uh, no. No? Yes. If it is, yeah. if, if, if it is it's just barely. I you don't count. Like... You just got back from Florida. Yeah. Florida is a place where there is no such thing as fall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Bob Fournier. Joining me, as always, we have the Florida man, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. Uh, and I have something to say before we go on in uh, regards to Florida and mm-hmm. driving from Florida to Maine. Fuck you, Walking Dead. I drove through Georgia in three hours. <laughs> Without having to it's even a... refuel on gas, <laughs> fuck you. Did you see? Did you see Rick lost like with a map going? I don't know where we are. <laughs> no, but there was a road closed, and I had got deviated off of ninety five and had to go out at around ninety five and get back on ninety five. Guess what? I still got through Georgia in three hours. But wait, was <laughs> the highway you. blocked by the Walking Dead and/or cars that were broken? It down? was blocked by an accident. And I still had to deviate into the middle of nowhere and go around stuff. I still got through. Did you have to deal so with a zombie animals? accident? <clears throat> no. But oh. I'm telling Did you. Did you have any tainted meat? No. Did you have to deal with bikers that wanted to kill you but also befriend your biker friend? Yeah. No. But I'm telling you. I don't so care if the road – I do not care if the road is blocked or whatnot. There were still ways to get through Georgia fast. And I but did it on the highway. The <laughs> That's the question. Rick's taking the scenic route in The Walking Dead. Did you do that? No. I think he did because he took the detour. I did take a detour. got lost. I still got through Georgia in three hours. How many detours, uh, though? That's Ryan Murphy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I realized we, we got stuck on Lou. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm just curious, though. Did you happen to bite chicken off of someone's <laughs> neck? No, but I ate in some pretty crappy places. What was the Did worst you? thing you ate? Uh, I ate at a hot dog place and got sick afterwards. Oh, God. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, definitely. Ugh. Was it street meat design. or was it just like? A- no, no, no. It was at a it was at a rest stop. Oh. They had a Nathan's hot dog place. I was like, ooh, hot dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Restaurant hot dogs are can be savage if you're not careful. That's why you yeah, always wrap this, your meat. Your this, this, this was not good. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, Lou. Okay. You uh you went to Disneyland, correct? Yes, I did. I spent two days at Disney. Two days at Disneyland. Now, the question that has been on my mind that I've wanted to ask you for the past three weeks. No, I'm just kidding. The past few days. If you were stuck in Disneyland during a zombie apocalypse, where would you go to be safe? Hmm. Hard question. 
Yeah, which park, part of the park is the most secure, do you think? It'd be the one with, like, the makeshift weapons, right? Like, it would have to be, like, medieval land. No, no, there is no medieval land, Oh, Ryan. I thought you were, like, saying, <laughs> no, no, Ryan, medieval land is not the proper place in Disney. No. I, I did not realize I, I, there was. If that. I had to guess, my guess would be to go to the, the newer park, the Animal Kingdom. Do they still oh, have, okay. like... The, zom- the zombie lions? Hmm. Um, do they still have the Rolling Rock, like the Indiana Jones display? That was yes. Disney, right? Yes. Just but hiding that's there. Not, but that, that's not... It's its a piece of foam. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was an actual... Okay. You're just no. breaking my heart left, right, and center, man. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's my next question. You ready for this one? Sure. What ride do you think you would hate to be stuck in during a zombie apocalypse in Disneyland? It's a small world after. <laughs> oh, God, just take me now, zombies. Make it stop. <laughs> no, because I feel like getting stuck there would be okay. You think so? You'd like it's a small world? No, it wouldn't. It Not would be after terrible. like half an hour. You'd be bashing all those little munchkins in. Ooh. Yeah. Is that is that okay to say? Munchkins? Yeah, uh, you can say that, right? I don't even know. <laughs> And that that's the Oompa Loompas, right? From Willy Wonka? In all honesty, my I think the worst ride to get stuck on would be the Tower of Terror. See, I was thinking how funny it would be if you were stuck on the Tower of Terror going over and over again with like zombies in there with you. That would that would be awful. Well, if you, once you're on the ride, the ride is you're literally seat belted into a room that moves. I, I mean, a, an elevator that moves. And once you're on the ride, it keeps dropping you and raising you, dropping you and raising you. But once the doors are open, you're stuck. So hmm. if it, you open up and there's zombies on the other side, you're screwed. Oh. Well, I, I, don't, I just don't think Disneyland would be good in general <laughs> for a zombie outbreak. No. Not not like a country concert, but who would ever bring that up on a zombie? Oh, no. That's yes. been – no one listens to episodes. But Look, I think the say the, the, – I would probably go to the Animal Kingdom would probably be my choice. But second, I'd say Epcot. There's lots of boats in Epcot. You could take a boat out into the middle of the thing and hang out there for a while to get away from zombies. Oh, someone's home. Um, yeah, I do. I do before. And I know we haven't been, we haven't been here in like three weeks. And I don't want to be hung up on Disneyland forever like I could be. And we got a lot of Fear of the Walking Dead we got to talk about. But there's something that I just got to – it's been on my chest for a while. And I, I just want to get it off my chest. Is that all right with you guys if I just yeah. say this real quick? Mm-hmm. We told you not to go back and listen to the older episodes. But the fans don't listen. And every, I feel like all of you are going back and listening to the older episodes. Well, that's my fault because I I made the archive available. <sighs> but see, you so, got you got to understand that I, I I we're getting feedback from these lovely people who are going back, and honestly, people are writing feedback as they listen to the archive. So I've had folks. I, we are being we have been inundated with emails and. Um, I do want to say we are going to read them in we're, we're going to read them in order. I am reading them all. I'm forwarding ones to specific people who need them like when someone sends in we have a bunch of zombie jokes that we have to read from yeah. now until uh 2014 you know, or eight, 2014. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? So many jokes we've gone back in time. Uh but no, lots of feedback and I read it all. I respond to it all and there's some great there's there's some great 
tidbits in there and some of which that I think will result in some some funny discussions and some great uh, content. I appreciate the feedback from you guys. We love our listeners, but when you bring up the fact that I was supposed to eat mealworms and macaroni and cheese and I don't even remember it, then then we start having problems. (laughs) you got to realize that there's a record of us talking for an hour once a week for the last four years. We've been doing this for four years, guys. Happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, look at that. It's anniversary. I I can't be expected to remember what I said back in episode 10. Please. I don't even remember what I said last week. I know, right? <laughs> it's because we when, saw, last when I saw the comment about on Twitter about Bob eating bugs, I went, "Oh man, I am so I, glad I never made a comment like that." I forgot all about that. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I was like, when they brought that up, I was like, I, I didn't say that. And then I went, "Oh shit, I said that." <laughs> like, I totally made a thing about that. But uh, luckily, I don't have to do it yet. So we're good there. Don't you worry. Um. Four years, huh? Four years. Four long, arduous years. You know how many shitty seasons of The Walking Dead we had to trudge through? Two. I know. Two. (laughs) 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 That's a really good answer, by the way. (laughs) Just bam. (laughs) Two. (laughs) I love it. We've been through a lot together. but uh, Two seasons. Maybe maybe not as much as uh, uh, Chris and Travis. So I, I'd like to get into that. You guys ready to talk about some Fear of the Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Right. Here we go. Imagine what they'll do to me if anything happens, Dad. No, no. I want to get us out of here. Okay. Everything's going to be okay. Okay. I promise you. I promise you. Guys! Chris, what are you doing? <laughs> Chris, what the hell? Let me go. I got him. Shut up. No. No, man. Brandon. Just don't do this. I'm sorry, bro. Leave him with me. Look, I, I can get better. Just give me a little more time. I promise. Brandon, dude, shut up. Thank you. Don't let them do this. Show me mercy. I would do just about anything for some pozole. What happened? (laughs) What happened? Um, It's been. It's been. This season has been really uh, crappy and very all over the place (laughs) and kind of like. Highs, lows, crazies, more crazy. It like really has. <laughs> like I don't get I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I have enjoyed the second half of the season with them not being on the boat. I thought the boat stuff was boring and stupid. I think what they're doing now is more interesting. Mm-hmm. But man, is the Chris stuff still annoying? Yeah. Oh, and I man. thought maybe I thought maybe like I don't want to jump right to the end. Obviously, as as folks know, we're discussing three episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, uh, <laughs> with obviously the most recent being fresh in our brains. But uh, yeah, like I, I kind of thought with the ending, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that and then we'll jump back. But I thought the way that the Chris story was progressing, I was going to get my way, like Chris was going to disappear. We were never, never going to have to deal with him again. He's a selfish brat. And that father is now devastated. 
by what's happened to him. And that's that's an interesting character moment to explore. Your son basically mm-hmm. rejecting you as a father in the apocalypse. And it's not like today, like when your your kid runs away and you just kind of like grab him by the legs and pull him back and say, no, you're not allowed to crawl away from me. I'm trying to feed you lunch. <laughs> Is that what you do with your kid? <laughs> well, yeah, now, while I still can, right? <laughs> no, you're not getting away from me. Well, because he's crawling, right? Like, I'm careful. Like, I don't pull it so he, like, pulls his legs. You don't grab his legs and yell at him? (laughs) No, I usually usually grab his diaper and he gets back at me by shitting in it. And then I have poop all over my fingers, which has happened before. So be careful when you, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what what I'm trying to say is basically, like, in the apocalypse, when you run away, like, there's no way of, of finding you again, usually, unless, you know, you're on a TV show and dumb luck exists for everybody. But, you know, right now in the real world, if someone runs away, it's find my iPhone, you know where your kids are. So right. it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic, and, and they basically, like, don't even give us an episode where we're thinking, we're, you know, poor Travis is, is without, uh, without his son. And we know now, next episode, we are, we are getting closure on that or or an update at the very least and i maybe maybe not well let's uh, go back let's let's back the ship up back it up um i know i know lou hates boats but let's talk about so third three episodes ago oh my god what happened three episodes ago well according to wikipedia it aired uh three weeks ago uh and uh do i need to fill you guys in because i watched all three of these back to back really okay yeah lou lead off the charge good sir so we're talking it was 11 12 and 13 is what we watched right the last time we talked since all three of us talked okay so nick needs they still need to keep supplying the the uh, him and his little group still need to keep uh supplying medicine to the uh 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 gangs that they've been getting water from and he comes up with the idea of cutting the drugs with powdered milk so that they can make the pills last longer and so him and uh, him and Alejandro basically make a bunch of pills and it earns him a house there at the the yeah (laughs) being being an addict to earn you a house and he also starts to get more chummy with Luciana Oh, oh no. they were doing more than getting chum. Yeah. E-e. And she finds out that her brother was killed. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your boyfriend. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. Whole, let's whole set story. that up more awkwardly, right? I mean, yeah. yeah let's, let's talk about that for a second. Like, they build it up and they say, uh, what's his name? Pablo? I don't remember. Um, is that? Someone. Oh, it would be someone, Pablo because the name of the yeah. episode is, is Pablo and Jessica. Yeah. Who's so, Jessica? I don't know. But uh, anyway, Jessica like, was the guy in the uh, in the hotel. That was his wife that got killed. Ah. Oh, oh, so maybe that's Pablo and Jessica. So the two dead uh, people. The two dead people. Yeah, got it. So yeah, but the the show is just so like sometimes it's just like Nick's like, "Well, your boyfriend just died," and she's like, "That was my brother," and he's like, "What up, baby?" <laughs> like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the weirdest transition of. I've yeah. got damage too. <laughs> yeah. no, he, he does make a comment to her that's like, in other words, like you're moving a little quick, it, it, like 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 whoa, whoa, your brother just died, and she's like, shut up. Yeah, I I think that the that whole relationship is just it's just this one. I don't know. It it kind of doesn't bother me because 
it's the apocalypse and that's the least amount of that's the least crazy thing i've seen on the show in terms of the apocalypse changing people so quickly i think when you're surrounded by sort of danger and turmoil your instincts kick in and it's like all right we need to find some sort of way to relieve stress i know let's get jiggy with it na 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 hey this guy's knocking on our door maybe i should hide so people don't think things are going on yeah the guy's just like yeah we shared a room together and it's like she just told you not to stand just like he's terrible he's like have you met my girlfriend and then it's like what yeah you don't that's not when the woman tells you to like lay low and be chill you don't like greet you go go to the door and like put your arm around her and be like we just did it it's like "Mm, yeah i'm cool bro yeah, so the brothers killed. They have a relationship, and then um, relationship. They just had a one night stand, and then they already argue like they're a married couple, which is even funnier. And she's like, "I'm the boss of you," and then like, he he randomly starts learning Spanish pretty quick too, which I thought was great. Um, what else happened? They had um, uh, Madison what was going and on in the hotel. Madison and Strand show you how they got out and how they saved uh, oh, right. Alicia. You find out how they got out of that room full of zombies. Yeah, and basically they. Of... It was kind Go of ahead. impressive. They yes, kill, I, they, I really they, like they, that. they they find a little door to like a storage room. They kill a zombie, drag them back there, and then they cover themselves in blood and sneak out. And I, like it was really quick thinking. Yeah, yeah, it was um, definitely definitely something cool, right? Um, I was, uh, you know, I think last time Lou and I were even talking, we were both like, <clears throat> man, how are they going to get out of this situation completely covered or like just surrounded by zombies, you know? And, um, I don't know. It was definitely kind of a cool take on how they got out of there. I, I really like that part. I like the whole Madison strain story so far. And so my, the thing I think is the most impressive is after they catch us up with how they rescued Alicia and all them, we see how they cleared the hotel of all the zombies. And they realize that there is a riptide in the ocean, and they lure all the zombies in the uh, hotel out on the dock and get them yeah. to jump into the riptide, which sucks them out to sea. That was pretty cool. That was a, that was a good use of a set piece. And honestly, yes. something that the show has been <laughs> failing to do. Uh, and honestly, just, yeah. A really good use of a set piece with that one, and uh, well done, Fear the Walking Dead. You finally done it. You I thought that was cool. I I thought everyone. I I really like that whole idea. Um. I don't know. So, no wait. Something else happened. I was just, I was trying to think, but that's where um. Uh, doesn't Strand kill that dude's wife too at the very end? Uh, yes. Letter yes. Pass on. Okay. So that's what it was. So basically, he kind of explains the whole story. It was uh, stranded. Oscar was his name, right? Oscar. Was it Oscar? Yeah. 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 Okay. So <clears throat> basically, he was talking about, and I love the whole like flashback of the wedding thing too. I don't. I didn't get to talk to you guys about that, but that was kind of a cool setup where you figure out why the hotel's so full of people and what happened there. Um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting, you know, and you know the. Our core group of survivors is building relationships with these people of survivors that have already been in the hotel, which for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was, it was a pretty decent episode. Um, it was probably one of the best episodes that they've had in a while. I think. Like it. it well, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, uh, I'll Skype. Um, no, I, I think it was probably one of the one of the better episodes from start to finish and sort of explore. Except for the Nick stuff, I think that was a little a little odd. But besides, I still think all the Nick stuff is really weird. Like he was such a good character, and and I yeah. think the just. The, They're trying yeah. to find their place for him where they've put him. Well, I, I don't know why they put him there. Like they, it's like they're trying to explore a bunch of avenues all at once. And honestly, him going off on his own makes less sense than Travis and Chris going out on their own. Because at least Travis is trying to, you know, he's chosen his son over his new family. Uh, whereas Nick running away is just he's he's got he's having a mental breakdown and decides to forever disconnect himself from his family but i find that his location is just you know trading crazy for crazy but other than that piece like i i think it's interesting to explore their sort of neck of the woods but i think this is a really good episode the episode 11 i thought it was really good yeah and if we move on to episode 12 12 i think it's more focused on nick is that a lot of the nick story there yeah yes no, we have um. So well, basically, I think the episode starts with us. Like we see uh, Madison kind of fortifying with the the hotel survivors, the um, the hotel and everything. But then um, we also get to see what happened to Ophelia, and she is not dead. She nope. is escaped the hotel, and it looks like she's on her way back to the United States. Yeah, and she's trying to find a a, a husband. Or not a husband, but like a, a past boyfriend. Yeah, who left. Mm. Yeah, that's it, not going to go well. No. Well, here's what I was thinking too, and you know what? I don't want to jump too far ahead, but she was going towards the U.S. and Chris's group was going towards San Diego, and I wonder if they crossed paths somewhere. But uh, anyway, that's that's for I guess the later episode, right? <clears throat> um. So basically, this this episode is all about um, uh, Nick trying to get uh, more medicine, right? Or was it more medicine? Was it that's the supply run one? Yes, um, but that happens later. Uh, basically, this episode begins with a family trying to sneak out of Nick's camp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Basically, they don't think they're safe there anymore, and so the dude tries to sneak out, and lo and behold, gets caught by the gang members who want to know where the settlement is so that they can steal the drugs for themselves, so they don't have to trade anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, we saw that coming a mile away, I think, and... Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, like, that, there's a reason that we're, they're trying to protect these this community, and this guy running away, like, I can kind of see him, like, sort of realizing, oh... This community is a little cray-cray. We're going to try to get out of here with my family to make sure that we don't, you know, get fed to the wall. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's like, it's kind of building towards the finale and kind of shows that they're forming a separation on the show in that, you know, Nick is going to be here for a while and the rest of the group are going to be over here for a while. And I think that, um, you know, getting getting sense that, you know, Nick is around. Like, there's two more episodes and we know in the in the in the third episode we're going to discuss that this doesn't get resolved or even touched on, but there's two more episodes. They're both airing on the same night, which is next week. So they're back to back, and I really think that we're going to get two season finale moments 
one with Nick and one with uh, Travis and, and his group, and it's not they're not going to come back together. I think this season. I think they're really forming two two separate stories. Oh wait, yeah, but here's the thing. So in this episode, we also Strand got stabbed. <clears throat> yeah, got a oh, stack yeah. stab. Uh, so, the the uh, the mother of Jessica gets yeah. upset because which I thought was so stupid. Like, yeah, like I don't care. Of... Like I don't care how crazy it is. Uh, I don't care if it's your mother in law or whatnot, and if she can't uh-huh. handle it, uh, if she's running around stabbing people because she still thinks that her zombie daughter is still alive, then uh, you need to just push her out the gate and let her li- let her go on her own because she ain't gonna come around. Well, yeah. I mean, and, I don't necessarily agree with with that, but I think locking her in her, her, in her room is a good start, you know. Well, yeah, but the other thing too is it gives them an excuse for Madison and uh, Elena to head to Tijuana, where she knows there's medicine, mm-hmm. and and they she hears rumors of Nick. Yeah, she overhears them describing someone that seems just like Nick, right? So yeah. now she thinks that Nick's in Tijuana. Um, no idea where Travis is, but yeah, it's um, it, it just yeah, seems and, like it's in, all, in all honesty, you know? in all honesty, not a whole lot happens in this episode, except that Madison almost screws everything up trying to get supplies, and then at the end of the episode, she turns on the lights to the sign since they've got the gas generators running, and lo and behold, all the people from nearby show up wanting shelter. Well, she put the signs on for Nick, right? Right. Like, she was hoping Nick was Tijuana and I think, didn't Nick see the sign go on? No, no Nick saw Travis, people stalking no, Travis him, didn't he? Did. <clears throat> yeah, Travis saw the sign, but Nick, I think, saw the people that were staring at him through binoculars, didn't he? Or he made it look like he did. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick saw bandits scouting the community. Yeah, like, again, yeah, so I, they, I think they're really they're really setting up this, this twofold finale where... We're not going to see the group come back together. We're seeing, I think we do. You think maybe the last episode is them coming back together? Yeah, I think it's, it's, too, it's just set up too conveniently for them not to. Yeah, no, they they have to. Mm, okay, well, I mean, maybe I I honestly think that it's going to take. They're going to drag out this whole like uh, this this whole thing with the um, uh, the bandits on one side and the tourists on the other, unless they deal with the tourists like right away. Like uh, uh, in what's happening with Travis being alone at the end of this episode, I think they're well, going to be forced no. to go back to America. The whole point the of uh, <clears throat> no, the whole group. Uh, oh man, I don't know. That would probably make this show a lot less interesting. Um, I, I don't. I honestly think that the location is the only thing keeping it interesting, right? I think if they go back to the states, it just becomes walking. Well, dead you have 2. to 0. think about it this way: if they go back to the states. They could end up in some place like Texas or Utah, or Arizona or Nevada. And Nevada, they could or end Georgia. up in some. Well, no, they it, 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 Mexico borders a bunch of those states. They could end up in yeah. Las Vegas. They need to go to Canada. I'm telling you, Canada would make an excellent Walking Dead. Oh, and the I, last I, episode I, I, is called North. So, come on, guys. Isn't it really? Yeah. Um, it's Rath called. You got Wrath, and then you got North. So, so uh, yeah. My my thing is though, and like I kind of agree with Lou because it's definitely it's getting set up for a big meetup and everything's just conveniently falling into place where they all start figuring out where each other are, which I'm okay with because I think even if you guys remember our Walking Dead discussions when the group gets split up, that really kind of irritates me sometimes because it's so hard to keep up with three different stories at once. 
Um, and certain things. I've, just en- I've enjoyed high. this split up. I've enjoyed this split up, but uh, going into episode thirteen, um, the part of the three story split up that I don't like happens. Uh, uh, what's which is what? <clears throat> which is we go back to Chris's story. Hi. Okay, so let's. <sighs> so. We've been getting kind of like bits and pieces for Chris's story throughout the last three episodes where they run into this group from America. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this gang of kids that has no idea what they're doing in order to survive. Chris is being a complete tool. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't know what's wrong with this kid. But, you know, he he's trying to do stuff and like he's calling him his friends. He's yeah. known him for like a day. You know what I mean? He's like, Dad, those are my friends. And, like, Travis is, like... That's spot on right there. That's a spot on Chris impersonation. Well, <laughs> that's what he's like. It's it's like he's in high school. Like, I guess he is in high school. But, I mean, it's like he's still in high school, you know? He's like, these guys are my friends, and you're messing with them. And his dad's just sitting there, like, just, what? <laughs> you know? And, you know, so, I mean, if we, get, if we get into the episode, though. So, basically, it's basically... They're at one of their friends was shot in the leg by a farmer who owned a house that Travis told them not to go ransacking, which they did anyway. Um, and then they were, and I don't know about you guys, but when they saw the chickens, I was like, oh, you could make eggs. And then they started eating the chickens, and I was like, no, you should be making eggs. <laughs> and yep. then then, tra- then Travis goes, we should be eating eggs. I'm like, I told you. <laughs> like, listen and, to and, me. and not only that, it's a farm. You know, like, not that the farm yeah. has a lot of stuff there, but they instead of rooting through and looking for food on the farm, it's like they just went to like, oh yeah, we eat the chickens and then we leave. Yeah, well, and yeah, we're out of chickens. See you later. Um, but also during that time, uh, Chris shoots the guy that comes in and says, "Why are you, um, you know, why are you in my house?" Basically, and he shoots he, the guy that the farmer shoots a guy in the leg. And uh, Chris basically shoots that guy for shooting one of his friends. And we get to deal with the aftermath of that where he's like, don't you feel any remorse? And Chris is like, no. Why should I feel remorse? And you're like, oh, this kid hasn't learned anything. Yeah, that's just it. Well, And and that's what bothers me is like he's (sighs) – He's so one-dimensional. Yeah, he completely transforms in this in this season. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but he basically goes from being a kid that doesn't want to be one, alone. And he's whiny at all times to yeah. all of a sudden he's not whiny anymore. Now he's just a sociopath that thinks that this is all fun. But it's too far. It's way too far. Like You can go from whiny little kid to semi-badass in a season, sure, I get that, but when you go from a whiny little kid to, like, Into Rick serial killer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just nuts, man. Like, you, you just want, he's, like, drinking a, drinking a beer or whatever he's drinking and eating chicken, and his dad's sitting there and pleading with him, like, you just shot a guy. Have yeah. some remorse. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, you can't, <laughs> like... You can't just transform that quickly and be like, yeah, you got to do what you got to do out here. Bad sociopath. Dad, bad sociopath. No, it's it's terrible. And I think Travis is sort of realizing he's, I mean, he's lost his son. I still think my theory is correct in that Chris just, you know, 
he he's he's dead. Like he and and Travis is not the one like to 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 pull the trigger. Like he already feels terrible that he quote unquote left his son behind. I mean, his son abandoned him. Like he's obviously blaming himself, but it's it's just it's like I feel no sympathy for uh, Chris. Like Chris is a you don't no Chris is dumb. Like I don't like him. He's a stupid person. And, and the thing is, is if sorry, but if they're trying to build him up to kill him off, they're doing a terrible job. Like you mean you know Travis I mean? Like, killing off Chris? No, no, just Chris dying in general. Like if they're building it up so that he has this big avenging story where he turns around and saves his dad's life somehow, that kind of thing. I don't care because I just don't like him as a character. You know, yeah, there's um, nothing his character can do at this point that can redeem him for me. Exactly. There's no redeeming moment. If for them to redeem him at this point, he would have to do another 180 in character development in two episodes, and that can't happen and make any sense. Well, <laughs> well, my thing too is like, and I will say this: as a, I don't know if it's just me as a dad or if you guys got that sensation. One, I guess Lou more than Ryan because Ryan drags his kids by the feet. Um, He's crawling. It's not me that he's crawling. <laughs> Puts his hand down his diaper for some reason. Oh, my gosh. Um, really? <laughs> so there's that scene where Chris basically tra- lures his dad into a trap. And uh, they shoot the kid who, who was hurt so they can continue driving forward. And the scene where he's leaving his dad. And his dad's just like pleading with him, and there's nothing he can do, right? Like he can't get in the truck, he can't do anything to stop him. There's nothing he can do, and just watch his son just get taken away in this truck willingly. That hit me in the feels, man. <laughs> like I was like not emotional, but I, as I was watching, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> you know, like well, I can't." Well, even my whole that thought, feeling. my whole thought is that at that point, you have to realize you've lost him forever. There's no coming back from still, that. Even still, you're like, as you watch it, like, I don't know if it was maybe Travis's acting, um, but you're just like, you felt the you felt the pain, you know what I mean? Of like a yeah, father oh, yeah. who failed his son. And you're like, but my thing hurts. is, my thing is, is that at every turn, Travis keeps saying that he fa- he's failed his son. And I don't yeah. think that Travis failed his son. I think his son failed him. Yeah, there, there's just. Well, don't there like is there, there is only so much you can do. They keep pointing to the fact uh, at, at so the kid that got that got shot in the leg. It's pretty clear he needs weeks to heal, and his yeah. friends decide that that's not enough, and they shoot him in the head. Why? It literally makes zero sense. You know, if they want to leave, he could have told them, "Hey, leave. When I get better, I will go in the same direction." And We'll tr- I'll try to meet you at the border. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there is plenty of other alternatives and options for them than just shooting him. It makes zero sense to shoot him. And then Chris's answer to his father about why it's okay that they shot the guy that's wounded in the leg is, you did it to mom. And it's like, no, your mother was bit. It's different yeah. when you're bit than shot but in he, the leg. He tries to explain it to him, and he still says... It doesn't he goes, matter. that was different. And he goes, no, not anymore. It's it not. It's, it's all, all the, the same, same now. And you're like, no, it's not. It's not the same. Oh, man. You know what I was thinking about, too? And this is going to be kind of off the subject a little bit. But um, 
all this talk about when the apocalypse first broke out and everything that's going on, like we are well past that now. Um, where are we timeline wise with The Walking Dead? Like, well, no. I don't remember how long Rick's been in a coma when he comes out of it. Do you remember? Well, Rick's been in a coma for six. He was in a coma for six months. And there was still it six m- months? It was six months, as, as far as I know, okay. is what they said. But and they 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 marked the grave 2010, so they're still in 2010. And I believe that The Walking Dead has at least gone forward a few years. Um, we yeah, had- I, will- I was gonna say I think in Walking Dead we're like 2013 or 2014 at this point, and. This would probably be close to the start of the original Walking Dead. I agree, yeah. I still don't think it was six months, though. I think it was only four to five weeks. <clears throat> maybe maybe like a month and a half. Anyway, I'm just trying to figure out timeline-wise where we are with The Walking Dead for Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't mean to derail us too much, but... No. And uh, so, to wrap up, Madison and them have to let people inside the uh, hotel and they're treating the wounded and the sick because Oscar's brother used to be a med student and they're doing the best they can but they've got too many people and not enough food and not enough supplies and lo and behold at the end of the episode after Travis gets Travis shows up at the hotel and tells Madison what a failure he thinks he is and all of that stuff that um, that lo and behold, at the end of the episode, uh, at least one of our tourist kids that went off with with Chris shows up at the hotel. Well, yeah, yeah and there's some. We've had discussions on this, and I and I had just literally finished the episode before we started recording. I feel like I saw two tourists. Wikipedia says they saw two tourists. I, I'm convinced that they're both there, and I mean, obviously, they we'll might, find they, out. They, you, you, you might be right. They might both be there. Yeah, but one of them has a beard that they didn't have before, and that might be what's throwing me off. Well, Travis has a beard that he right. didn't have. It's a little more raggedy. Rick Grimes has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it's it's Rick Grimes. <laughs> it's beard, the bearding dead. The bearding um, dead. Um, I, so I, I think that's that a really... quick. That's a quick turnaround, though. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Whether okay. it's one tourist or two. That's, you know, normally like you, you at least hang on for an episode or two before that happens. But this is like, this has been like, hey, I know I left you, but now I found you. And now look at this. My son's going to come back for me too. You know, it's just like. But you got to no, think about those characters, well, that, right? So the other thing that, that doesn't make sense is when they leave, they're going north. Because yeah. they're going back to the United States. He goes back to the coast and that's how he finds the hotel. Because she turns on the light, that's how Travis finds it. If they found the hotel and they're coming to the hotel, then they obviously didn't make it that far north. Yeah. Like they literally had to have been going in the wrong direction. Well, they were driving. They, they could have. <laughs> they been. are stupid tourists. Yeah, like we have no idea how long they they were traveling south in comparison to, to Travis and them. They could have traveled tra- traveled farther south and then gone north to go to the hotel, but. Honestly, like that, it's not surprising that they're all sort of collecting in one in one spot because the hotel light goes on. We can clearly see how far you can see it from from miles away. And these tourists, they're they're uh, 
they are uh, vultures. Like, we know that they've killed before for chickens. They uh, they don't care about the egg sources. They just want to eat the chickens. Like, they see, a, they see a hotel sign go up. It's like, people are there. Hotel. Yeah. It's it's been defended. Let's go let's go infiltrate and take it and, and take what we, we want. And yeah, it's not it's honestly not surprising that they that they showed up right away. I get that, but it's usually you you wait a little bit for the because now you don't feel so bad at the end of it because you feel like you're gonna figure out Chris comes back or something like that. You know what I mean? Like normally so here's cliff, my theory. A cliffhanger. You, you you shouldn't have any idea for at least an episode or so. Here's my theory now. So what do you think happened to Chris? Is Chris with them? They don't show Chris at all in the group. I think that's Doesn't just mean like not a there. typical like, oh my god, where's Chris? Because they're not going to kill Chris off camera. They're not going to kill Chris in a flashback. Like, I think, I think he's just gonna he's just gonna show up and he'll be like, I was just behind this. This Mexican dude. That I, I don't think. Th- I I think if that's what they do, then that's dumb storytelling. Well, that I mean, welcome to AMC's The Walking Dead. I mean, this isn't the first time that they've they've pulled punches like that uh, in between episodes. Like this well, show has specifically done it. I I think at this point, I think we're going to get something different. I think that those kids are going to show up, and Chris isn't with them. And I think that Travis is going to want to know why Chris isn't there. Oh yeah, well if Chris isn't there, he's gonna have he's gonna have questions. Well, I think it's gonna be more than questions. I think we get Travis torturing people for answers. Hmm. You think so? Do you think he's gonna turn that route and go all uh what's his face? I think it I think it will break him. Maybe. You never know, right? Like honestly, and I we've think that seen that's what go. his I think that that's what his character needs at this point. He needs something to push him over an edge in a different direction. And I think that they're going to tell him that Chris is dead. And I don't think Chris is dead. I think Chris will show up. Yeah, probably, right? Maybe. I mean, that's one way to go about it. I mean, yeah. It, I don't know. You got, you got two parents with missing children. I don't know. The whole thing's just weird, right? Right. Like, yeah, parents missing so, children, and I can see so, the, I can see him going overboard trying to find his child, right? And in the meantime, yeah. we still got Ophelia's story, which they keep hinting at, but not showing us anything. Yeah, that's a big. Also, I'm wondering if Ophelia. I'm wondering if Ophelia runs into those guys as they're trying to drive north, and something happens. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's the case. I think she's going to find Nick. Well, here's the thing, though. Nick – so the whole point of this guy that runs this community um, not letting people leave is so that these these gangs don't know where the community is. And now because they captured that guy, they know where the community is, and that's what you see the binoculars for. And they're like basically staring down Nick so he knows that something big is going to happen. These guys are going to come charging into that community. Which I think is going to force them into the hotel, those that survive, you know. But the bigger question that we still got to ask ourselves is, did this guy really get bit by a zombie and not get infected? Yeah. I, don't I know. think he did. Because that's still out there, man. Like, we don't know. <laughs> I think we find out before the season's over. Well, I what if he, he dies? Even... Well, the way they were, the way they made it sound, it was like someone had... He was with someone who was about to die and protecting that person. And that person ended up dying, but he was bit. Maybe he was bit by someone who's like, well, I'm a zombie. Might as well join in on the fun. How? 
And maybe he was just <laughs> like a, a fake cannibal. Bite. Yeah, yeah. He's just, a cannibal. He's like, well, let's see how it tastes, right? Before we like go full zombie and uh, go from there. Well, well he de- he describes it as the person was on drugs, and they thought that the person was a zombie already. But he doesn't say that that person bit him. He says somebody else bit him. Maybe he bit himself. He just got some <laughs> fake denture teeth like the Joker has and just get chowed down and was like... Well, he also talks about like they put him in a hospital bed expecting him to die, and he got better. Yeah, well, I don't know. I... I don't know. I just don't believe it. I don't think that it's possible. I think he made that story up. I think maybe he got bit by someone else, or maybe he cut the the wound out like Rick did with uh, with Herschel when that happened. But I don't know. I just don't feel like it's possible because like we're, now we're in a whole Eugene situation where like Eugene's like, I know the cure. Like I can stop it. That whole thing. And then it turns out it wasn't right, and Abraham goes <laughs> ape ape crazy on him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't think that it can be true. I think something has to happen where we realize that he was lying the whole time just to get respect from his community, so people would follow him. Yeah, probably. But that I think to me that's that's the biggest. That is the biggest, <laughs> you know, question out there. Like I don't care about any of this family drama. Like is this dude immune? I don't know that that that's not an interesting plot line to me because he's not. It's just he's not like. It's, yeah, like they're not. First of all, they're not gonna spoil that plot line in the spinoff. If they ever investigate like a, a, an immunity or someone who possibly has immunity seriously, they will do it in the main main story. Like they're not they're not gonna do it on the spinoff. That that would be giving the spinoff way too much credit. Um, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. What do you guys? So overall, for for me, overall, <clears throat> and I think we talked about it when we first started talking. This season was so up and down. <laughs> yeah, it's been a roller coaster, and and honestly, I hope it sticks the. I hope it not sticks the landing, but at least lands on its feet because they've renewed it for a third season. So they must have, they must have a, a more story to tell leading into the third third season. So I don't know. I'm I'm confident that they'll be able to set up a, an interesting premise for season three in the way there was an interesting premise for season two like the end of season one them going on a boat i thought that was a pretty good premise yeah know? yeah i don't know i think the I, whole season i, I think ahead. what's going to end up happening is that we need to have a uh a, a dynamic story change by the end of the season or it won't make sense anymore Hmm. Maybe, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll definitely see what happens, and um, I I don't think we're gonna get like a, an amazing resolution for both of these little plot lines that we're dealing with right now. Um, well, we got two episodes. We got two mid season finale episodes that are gonna back to back. So, do we, are we a little worried that they jam them on the same day? Like, is that something that? we should be concerned about is that like a a question on quality or do you think it's just like let's get these things out the door so we can start advertising walking dead more well i think it's more of a we're already in you know almost in october now and holy shit guys we're almost in october yeah um finally the long wait is almost the hype train the hype train for the walking dead has to come 
uh, and it has to start because now you're going to probably get into the whole, oh, we're going to hold, we're going to rebroadcast all of season seven. So you guys or you know, whatever season six, whatever it was. Um, so I think we're going to get on the hype train for that. So man, guys, it's going to happen quick. Yeah, we're almost there. I'm, I'm, what is it? October 23rd. Yeah. I My still think birthday. we should like all watch it at the same time and record our reaction, even if it's just the reaction to the death, like the live reaction. I don't know. Can we all watch it at the same time, or? Well, I mean, if we're watching it live. We're all in the same. We we all can't watch it live though. Well, what if we did this? What if we rec- as we watch it, we record our reaction and then we like we have that for the show. All I right, that do that. Funny. Yeah, I'm down. I'll be there with my wife going. What the beep? What the? Oh, shit. I'm Negan. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. What was that impression? I'm Negan. Look at me with my baseball <laughs> bat, everybody. I'm Negan. All right. Is so if you guys on? want to write in. Yeah, that's that's perfect, man. That's Thank that's you. just great. If you guys want to write in and talk about your predictions on Fear the Walking Dead, I know it's not as, as fun or elaborate as the, the Walking Dead Prime, I think we call it. Um you guys can go ahead and do that, and we'll get into that uh, where you can do that a little bit later. But first, we got a little bit of feedback we want to go over, right, Ryan? We do. We have some feedback from a lovely listener who's been writing in and and giving us a lot of fun ideas. But uh, so we're catching up, and uh, Jonathan writes in again and says, "I just wanted to say I was enjoying the show very much. Oh, I am enjoying. He's still enjoying it. I he enjoyed was it. enjoying it. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah." That's why I picked this email. Uh, I enjoyed it enough to sign up and donate to your Patreon page. Thank you, Jonathan. You are a lovely patron of Zombies Ate My Podcast at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Uh, you guys make my work day so much better with your bad zombie jokes. Lose zombie knowledge is very impressive, and I enjoy hearing his thoughts on various zombie lore topics. I was wondering if you were taking any requests. Are you guys uh, interested in reviewing Absolute Zombies? I swear it is the worst zombie movie I have ever seen. It is worth uh, MST3K uh, type of commentary. I laughed a lot at this film, and I was really, and it was really funny in a fever dream sort of way. Just a recommendation from one zombie fan to another. Have any of us seen Absolute Zombies? No, it came out last no. year. I've never heard of it, and its IMDb credit lists one person in the credits. So I have uh-huh. no idea what it's about. <laughs> it's so bad. It, it, it's apparently so low budget that even IMDb doesn't know much about it. I hmm. like yeah the the shout out the call out to the MST3K man. Thank you, Jonathan. That's nice. That's a good show. You guys ever watch that show, MST3K? Uh, yeah. Oh man! I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Am I missing out? Yes, you are. It was most of my childhood, man. It was most of my childhood. So we're always taking requests, though, Jonathan. So maybe if we get some time here pretty soon, we'll we'll uh, we'll try a review of Absolute Zombies. We got a lot of stuff on the chopping block too. So yeah, I think we might be we might be discussing some new stuff that just showed up on Netflix soon. Once we're done with Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Which looks like it might be in one more week. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll have another uh, double header next week with Fear the Walking Dead, but uh, we will have some some um, some space between uh, yeah. Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. So we have a couple weeks where we could possibly maybe force ourselves to watch a bad zombie movie. We could try it. We've we've done it before. We've done it before. Uh, well, I want to thank you for the for the email, Jonathan. It's always nice to hear from our fans. I uh, really do appreciate that. I do believe he wrote in and asked the busy zombie lord. He did, yeah. Uh, I didn't pull it up, though. I should do that. 
Uh, give me one second. I'm gonna pull it up. It'll take five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you guys are assholes. Why would you do such a thing? Oh, it's the other one that counted. I know. I'm just a bad person. Uh, song for that? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Um, there it is. Why are dingleberries brown? Just the way shit is. All right, I've got it. Um, this is also from Jonathan uh, under his alias, The Zero Hours. Uh, he says, burr, burr, burr. Uh, "Is it the zero hours or just the zero hour?" Zero. I don't know actually. Uh, uh, okay. More than so one. here it is. He's been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. You guys have covered so many different types of uh, uh, of zombies on the show. Uh, this at this point when he was writing it, he was up to episode fifty-five. He says that uh, he wanted to hear Lou's opinion on the Deadites of Evil Dead. So many fans have strict rules as to why zombies can't be fast or can't use weapons. Those strict mm. rules has always have always frustrated me, especially considering that in the original Night of the Living Dead, they weren't called zombies, but instead called ghouls. If Lou mm. was to stand in a courtroom among a legion of different zombie fanatics, how would he go about <laughs> defending Evil Dead's Deadites? Would he consider that? All rise, <laughs> Judge Romero. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm a Stanley look-alike, so I vote in you favor. You Stanley. <laughs> no, uh, okay. So, well, let me finish. Would he consider them as a unique zombie type, or would he con- or would he agree that they don't belong on the map, and that Evil Dead doesn't belong on a zombie flowchart? Discuss. Okay, so Ooh. Evil Dead does walk that fine line. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people in the movie that die become deadites, which is very in the vein of zomb- of zombie lore. Uh, deadites are more... They're more like demonic zombies than anything else. Um, that's where I kind of fall on it. Most zombie content treats zombie zombies like a virus or a plague or in that vein. And Evil Dead treats them as demonic. So it, the the rhyme or reason of what makes a person a, a deadite, it doesn't even necessarily mean that they have to be dead. They become possessed and they become demon-like. And they seem to even carry some of their own mentality. So I think that that would... It, 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 it's, it, they're not zombies in the traditional sense of a Romero zombie, but I think they still fit in the category of a zombie type. Yeah. Uh, that's a good answer. I think that's a good answer. Um, I would probably defer to your expertise on that one and, and agree with you that it's a it is a fine line for sure. Um, Jonathan follows up by saying, "Personally, I always thought the Deadites were just a more powerful type of undead. In my eyes, they are zombies of a supernatural variety, sort of like a zombie or dem- dem- on demonic steroids, like you you had said." Yeah. Um, he's interested in hearing your opinion, which you just heard if he's listening to this episode, and. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's super thankful that we do the show. So uh, awesome work, Jonathan, uh, sending in Ask the Busy Zombie Lord, and also awesome uh, defense uh, on your part, Lou, in terms of uh, the Deadites. But uh, more Ask the Busy Zombie Lords and uh, more preparation, Ryan. Come on. Don't I, just write, I, I, we have one. I, I do have a comment for Jonathan. He oh, was talking about Absolute one. Zombies being the wor- one of the worst zombie movies he's ever seen. Uh, he needs to look up ozone slash street zombies it is possibly the worst zombie film ever made ah worst zombie made, movie ever made it made in 1995 
So it's does terrible. that mean we're watching that instead of no. Absolute Zombies? No. No? Nothing? No. We're not watching anything? I, I, I couldn't even sit through it the first time I saw it. <laughs> I only made it like maybe 80% of the way through the movie and watched the finish, the finale and fast forward. Because I saw it on VHS tape, I think, back in the day. Oh, boy. Well, I look forward to not watching those movies. So that's good. That's very good. Uh, thank you, Jonathan, for both the feedback and the Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. You rock. Hello. I'm I'm falling in my chair. I'm you're back. Don't worry. Back. This delay is killing. It's gonna people are gonna be like, man, these guys took three weeks off and they are just they falling over they each other. Podcast. So I'm sorry, uh, folks. We're having some technical difficulties here. Yeah, we, I think we've been working through it pretty well here. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna get into the wrap up now. Thank you, Jonathan. And if you guys want to write into the show in any means, Ryan is gonna tell you how to do it. Of course, like I do every week. All the way back to episode one, if you listen to our archives, thank you. Uh, you can go to zombiesatemypodcast.com where you'll find in a bunch of links, a bunch of episodes, our entire archive. Don't listen to Bob. Go back and listen. I've changed my opinion. You can also uh, send your emails, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com like Jonathan did. Also follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast and make Bob feel awkward for things he said years ago, like when yeah. he said he was going to eat worms. So. Yeah. Yeah. Also, check out our Facebook page. We have a, a pretty good community over there that is also very active. Facebook.com slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. Finally, if you want to uh, chirp at individual hosts, you can do so on Twitter. I'm at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. And don't forget Bob at Bobbert F. Make sure he eats those worms. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the awesome artwork at JoelDuggan.com. Uh, dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy, for nothing. <laughs> nah, <laughs> That's no. what I have to say to you. Uh, all right, we're going to get out of here. Lou Page, any last words? Go watch Street Zombies, <sighs> a.k.a. Ozone, Ozone, and then tell me it's the worst zombie movie ever made. Welcome to the Ozone. What? Coming bad zombie ah, joke. What? Yay. I found it. Yeah, it's coming back, boys. Thank you to our listeners for uh, sending in a bunch of bad zombie jokes. I really appreciate that, guys. Uh, also I'm gonna from go ahead Jonathan. And... Oh, is it from Jonathan? He's right. running the show now. I think we just defer he's just to Jonathan. Basically, he's the brains behind the operation. Oh, uh, that, okay, that's it. That's you not get bad one. zombie joke. Everyone nope, gets... that's not it. I got another one. Um, I'm going to read it. There's like enough here to go for 2014, I think I said. Yeah. Um, so many we go we loop around the earth like Superman 2 <laughs> we just ooh. yeah bad zombie um, joke let's see let's see where where was it I, I had it up here oh god it was a good one oh man technical difficulties I know right my my mail's not loading okay um <clears throat> hey Lou hey Bob how can you tell when a zombie is sick I don't know how. By their coffin. <laughs> that is bad.